0: Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks make a couple of moves and the NHL PR is busy once again. Brandon Leipzig, how could you? How could you say such a thing? Yeah, that's today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah, it was bad what he said. It was really bad. Uh, Welcome, folks, to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason JD Hernandez, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Normally I plan out the week and know what I'm going to talk about on a given day. And sometimes those plans get thrown for a loop, sometimes for the best, sometimes for not. This happens to be a case of both. So let's get started right away. I was normally going to actually I was going to talk about the 1997 playoffs and I was going to talk about the Ducks, the Mighty Ducks and the Coyote series because that's what's replaying now on both NHL's Instagram and on Prime Ticket. They've been showing most of that series with some of the best jerseys ever. Yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, man, a lot to get to today. Um, let's get started right away, and let's talk about the deal that the Anaheim Ducks made, and they made a couple of signings. Some pretty good ones. I like this. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks... They made a couple of signings. They signed defenseman Christian Juice and Yanni Hockenpah to one-year deals. Both are one-way contracts. Christian Juice will get a million dollars, and Yanni Hockenpah will get $750,000. Now, you may have heard of both these players. Christian Juice was one of the players that came around the trade deadline on one of the 11 billion trades that the Ducks made this past February. Yeah, that only seems like a long time ago now because we've been in quarantine for 50-plus days. No, that trade took place at the trade deadline. It was only two and a half months ago, which seems like an eternity ago, but here it is. So looking back on Christian Juice, he played for the Washington Capitals. He made his NHL debut a couple seasons ago. In fact, he made his debut at the Caps on the same year that they won the Stanley Cup. He was part of that Stanley Cup winning fourth line that won it all. So he was a pretty big part of that team. And then he got traded to the Anaheim Ducks. And this was a trade that a lot of fans were kind of curious about. Fans like this one. Some some fans I know were like, really? We're going to make this trade? Sure. Why not? Um, If you guys don't remember, I'll remind you. The Ducks traded Daniel Sprong to the Washington Capitals for Christian Juice. I know some fans were saying that Daniel Sprong is very talented and they hated getting rid of him. But a lot of fans said, well, Daniel Sprong has been kind of a head case. And we'd love to get Christian Juice back. I mean, that was a win-win for the Ducks. They got a great player that's NHL ready. Um, Sprong was owed... Quite a bit of money so was juice. I mean this this was a fine trade. But I wasn't expecting Christian juice to make such an impact for the Anaheim Ducks as quickly as he did. So for him getting extended for a year and getting a million, that's a very good deal. I, I like that move a lot. I would call that a win for the Anaheim Ducks. He began really coming to form later on close to when when play stopped is he was making some fine defensive plays, really clogging up that neutral zone. And to be quite honest, he was clogging up the passing lanes to the point where the Ducks would get a lot of odd man rushes. And they were improving a lot after the trade deadline. So good for the Ducks to give him a chance. Again, a one-year deal for $1 million, and that's an extension after this season's done. And he's been a hard worker. He deserves it. He is only 25 years old in his third season in the National Hockey League. As far as other moves that the Ducks made, I mean, they've all been pretty good moves. I could see the Ducks really making some signings. Uh, Christian Juice has spent a lot of time in the American Hockey League. He is from Sweden, another one of those fantastic Swedish players that a lot of people like around here. Uh, He spent some time with the Hershey Bears. In fact, he was with the Hershey Bears when they made their run to the Calder Cup Finals all the way back in 2016. I've talked about this before. The whole Christian Juice, Sonny Milano thing. They're both on the Ducks. They both met in the 2016 Calder Cup Final. He was... Christian Juice was with the Bears. Sonny Milano was with the Lake Erie Monsters. Lake Erie swept the Bears, yada, yada, yada. Four years later, their teammates. (laughs) Yeah, I yada, yada, yada my way out of that one. Um, Then he spent a couple more years with the Hershey Bears before finally making his debut with the Washington Capitals. In 2018, he made another deep playoff run, won the Cup. Last season, he spent most of the year with the Washington Capitals. This year, he didn't make Washington out of camp. So he spent the majority of the season with the Hershey Bears, scoring 32 points in 42 games. Then he got traded to the Anaheim Ducks. Nine games, three points, one goal, two assists. But he's a defenseman. He's not expected to score a lot of points. He's expected to be that rough and dirty player. So a lot of the players seem to like him a lot. So that's where the Ducks are on this. Um, I just realized that I didn't intro the show the way I really wanted to by saying that Locked on Anaheim Ducks is presented by Bilt Bar. Um, And we'll go into the break right now because I've already talked for about six minutes so when we come back we'll talk about the other deal that the ducks made but before we go into the first intermission i want to tell you guys about built bar our new sponsor which i'm actually very fond of because i've tried some of their stuff and it is fantastic most of you guys know that i'm kind of a health nut you know i drink water i don't drink coffee anymore i don't really drink soda uh built bar has been very good as far as keeping me healthy it only has 110 calories 15 grams of protein, only 4 3 to 4 grams of sugar on most of these bars, but they taste great. They're made with 100% real chocolate. I mean, I like them. No preservatives, natural flavoring. They are very fantastic tasting. And me being a marathon runner, I rely on protein bars anyway. So when these came, I had to try them and they're delicious. One of my favorites that I liked, the double chocolate mousse, and I have a feeling You guys will like them as well. The double chocolate mousse only has 110 calories, 15 grams protein, 4 grams of sugar, only 4 grams of fat. They're delicious, and for those of you that are worried about this, they're made in a peanut and tree nut free facility. So definitely give Built Bars a try by going to BuiltBar.com and using the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. Once again, that's builtbar.com. And with the promo code locked on, you get $10 off your first order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. And after the first intermission, we're going to talk about some more of the deals. And then we got to talk about that other stuff. Yeah. Get ready, folks. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. If you hear any background noise, I have the air conditioner running. It's hot out here, folks. It's almost 100 degrees in Southern California. We're in the middle of a massive heat wave. So if you hear some air conditioning, that's what that is. A little more ambient noise than normal, but it is what it is. Uh, Let's talk about the other signing that the Ducks did. This one, I personally loved because Yanni Hockenpah was a player that was beginning to really figure it out for the San Diego San Diego goals and in fact he actually got called up to the Ducks he was one of those players that plugged in very well when Anaheim was going through their difficulties with trying to keep defensemen on ice and seemingly everyone was injured but the other deal is that he got extended so rather Yanni Hockenpah got extended for one year for $750,000 that's Pretty decent. Last year he was making eight fifty, so that's a bit of a pay cut. In fact, both players got a small pay cut. Uh, Juice was making one point two five million. Hawk and Paul was making eight hundred fifty thousand. So now he's going to make seven hundred fifty k and Juice one million. So a little bit lower, but in these unprecedented times, you know you got to save a little bit of money. And I think both players are just happy that they're extended and they know where they're going to be next season instead of waiting until the offseason. So it's a good move for the Ducks. But I really liked Yanni Hakenpah. I talked about him in the past, mostly on locked-on goals talks on Thursdays. And ironically, this is the Thursday show. So I could talk about the goals once again on a Thursday. Uh, Yanni Hakenpah was a player that was really beginning to figure it out this season down in San Diego. And because of his stellar play with the goals, that promoted him up to the Ducks for a few games before the pause took over. Uh, he's a big player from Finland. He's got a pretty big shot. When he decides to take those shots, it is a big, heavy shot. So that's something that I do like about Yanni Hakenbach. He's not afraid to take those blistering blasts from the blue line. But I, I like him more because of his defensive presence. He's another shutdown player for the Ducks. And I notice what they're doing. They're starting to pay a lot more attention to defense. I know some people are saying they got to pay attention to scoring, right? Because they're one of the lowest scoring teams in the NHL. Well, yes. They're also one of the lowest goals allowed teams in the National Hockey League. I mean, as far as the Ducks have been concerned... They've consistently been one of the better defensive teams. I know John. it makes John Gibson look really good, but John Gibson cannot do it on his own. He needs a stellar defensive core, and he's got a good defensive core right now, and it's bolstered even more. So yeah, I like the move. He did spend some time in the American Hockey League back in 2013, 2014, 2015 with the Chicago Wolves, only scoring 20 points in that long stretch of time. And he wasn't figuring out his game out here. So he decided to go to go back home to his native Finland, where he was really beginning to relearn how to skate effectively. And his numbers showed for it. Last year with La Liga in Karpa, he had 23 points in 52 games, even going to a deep playoff run with them. And then he made the decision to come back to America because he had skated better. And that's something that he's always said. That skating has always been the tough part. And here's a quote from Yanni Hockenpah from earlier in the season. Quote, being a bigger guy, it's always been kind of one thing that everybody tells you to work on. And I've been trying to work on it for many, many years now. It's probably one of those where it's like a never-ending process too. Where you always keep going and always trying to improve on it. End quote. So that's something that he's tried to improve on. And it's showed a lot. He's been part of that really excellent San Diego defense And he's been part of that San Diego defensive core as far as penalty killing, which has been a great boost for the goals. And in fact, he's part of that defensive core that leads the league in shorthanded goals. So you want to talk about a player that's part of that incredible system, that's one player right there that's a part of it, is Yanni Hockenpah. This season for San Diego in 47 games, he had 13 points, one goal, 12 assists. And if you recall, when he debuted with the Ducks, He had a massive goal. Yeah, he scored a goal with the Ducks, his first career NHL goal, about two and a half months ago. Yeah, that's how long it's been. I know it seems like longer, but there you go. That's the signing for Yanni Hockenpah once again. One year, $750,000. There's another quote that I like regarding Yanni Hockenpah. And the coaching staff for both Anaheim and San Diego really like this kid. They think very highly of Yanni Hockenpah going back to Dallas Eakins. He's always liked Hockenpah for the reason that he got in those clogging up areas and helped lead the breaks on the other end. Because something I've noticed as far as the goals, they got on a lot of odd man rushes, one on none, two on one, three on twos. And part of that has to do with their defensive core. So that's something that I look forward to. As far as Kevin Dineen, the coach for the goals, here's what he's had to say about about um, Yanni Hockenpah. Quote, he's been a very steady presence on our blue line. One of those guys were, were a man of his size and his stature. I don't like saying we don't notice him because I think on the defensive side, he plays a very stiff game. He keeps things very simple, but he's the kind of guy that coaches really appreciate and hockey people Really appreciates when you watch the game. He has a great stick. He uses his size to his advantage, and he's got a really heavy shot too. He can be effective in that area as well. End quote. This is something that I've been saying all year. When he gets his shot off, it is a big shot. I would say it goes maybe upwards of 95, maybe close to 100 miles per hour when he gets that shot off. That's how heavy of a shot it is. And I know we don't see it often because he usually looks for the apple or he's usually the big man blocking shots. But if he gets on the blue line and he gets open, watch the hell out because he's really effective from there. So that's my final thought on both signings. Again, I like both signings. A big W for the Anaheim Ducks. Great moves by them. I'd kind of been avoiding, well not avoiding this, but I wanted to leave this for last. I did not want to start off With the Brendan Leipzig news I kind of wanted to end with that And I wanted to start with some good news For Ducks fans And I have to talk about this So yesterday There were some screenshots That were revealed Where Brendan Leipzig and a few other hockey players uh, They were in a group chat And they were uh, For lack of better terms They were fat shaming women And one of those includes Tanner Pearson's wife Tanner Pearson is a former L.A. King. As some of you know, I cover hockey down here in Southern California. And Tanner Pearson was a very beloved player down here in SoCal for the L.A. Kings. A lot of people loved him. And for these players to fat shame his wife, it's truly despicable. That's a word I can use for that. Um, To quote what he said, I mean, there was a picture of her um with her with their son and the first thing he says was look how fat pearson's wife is lol yeah no one's laughing about that at all it's completely horrible what he said and then um someone else asked how high are you and he responded significantly yeah i mean brendan leipzig has admitted that he's taken drugs in the past he's probably still taking drugs now who knows uh, he's called other words like a little whore. Um, he hates seeing all the acne on some of these players. What isn't getting mentioned that much is there are other wives and girlfriends that he's making fun of. He says, oink, oink for another one of those. Um, another one, you know, he says, you know, cover up your stomach. You know, two of the worst candid picks he's seen all week. And then he talks about two of his line mates. And one of those those line mates is a very likable guy. One of them not so much, as far as SoCal is concerned. He talks about his two line mates, Garnet Hathaway and Nick Dowd. Okay, Nick Dowd was my boy down here in Ontario. He was a great player, super nice guy. Everybody loved Nick Dowd and his then girlfriend, now wife, Paige. Uh, Paige is such a great person. If you follow her. Um, she's such a huge dog person. How can you not love Nick Dowd and Paige Dowd? I mean, they're truly fantastic people. So when he said, you know, his line mates, you know, eff it, they're losers. That got to a lot of people too. Like, how can you say that about those two guys? I mean, sure. Garnet Hathaway was kind of hated because of the whole spitting incident, but Hathaway is still a good guy. I mean, he's a good guy off the ice. Nick Dowd's a fantastic guy off the ice. How can you call them losers? When you're saying such horrible comments about women, I mean, it's, it's terrible. It's absolutely reprehensible what he said. And this has no place in our game. And I can't believe we're doing this yet again. I mean, it seemed like NHL Public Relations has been busy. I mean, they've been busy all season long. You know, the whole racism thing that happened down this region in Ontario. And now we have this. I mean, what, what the hell? What else can you say about that? Uh, there's a lot I can say about this. And I'm going to try to compose myself a little bit here because I think it's disgusting. Here's what the NHL had to say about this. Quote, The National Hockey League strongly condemns the misogynistic and reprehensible remarks made by players Brendan Leipzig and Jake Rodewald in a private group chat that has surfaced on social media. There is no place in our league for such statements, attitudes, and behaviors. No matter the forum, we will address this inexcusable conduct with the clubs and players involved. End quote. Yeah, it sucks. It effing sucks. That's how bad this is. I mean, look, Tanner Pearson's family, they're they're a beautiful family. He's got a young kid. You know, the family all love each other. Nothing wrong with how anyone looks you know nothing wrong with appearances I mean it's it's so stupid the way he's saying that but the sad part is there are other players involved it's not just Brendan Leipzig there are plenty of other players that think the same way that say the same kind of crap and it's ridiculous and it does have to stop I mean how, how far can this go Really? How far can this go? I mean, they think that they can come up with these ridiculous comments. I mean, yes, I know it's a, quote, private conversation. But it's not right to say things like that. I mean, come on. Come on, guys. It's not cool to say stuff like that. I mean, I don't know what else was said in that private chat, but I don't care. I mean, I do care, but I don't. Because we know it's mostly going to be much of the same thing. I mean, I can imagine how Tanner Pearson feels. How do you think... Oh, by the way, other women that were, I guess, shown as far as pictures go, something that doesn't get talked about a lot, one of the other pictures that these guys made fun of, that's Connor McDavid's girlfriend. Now, she's gorgeous. And they talk about Connor McDavid's girlfriend making fun of her too. What the hell is that? I mean, maybe there is a reason that Brendan Leipzig has been on five teams in five years, including the Los Angeles Kings, the Washington Capitals, and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, all of my friends, they're pissed off about it. And other people around the country, as far as where he's played in the minor leagues and the major leagues, some of them aren't surprised. I mean, the crux of this whole thing is he's not the only one. There's so many of these players that think the same way. That's what's terrible about it. At some point, you're going to say, "Okay, this guy's going to be out of the league. No one cares about him," and that's fine. I don't know how the league is going. I mean, I know how the league's going to approach this. I don't know how the team is going to approach this. Are the Capitals just going to cut him right then and there? Uh, they should. They absolutely should cut him. They should not do what the Bakersfield Condors did earlier this season. I mean, I was really pissed about that too when there was some racist comments going around and there was only a five-game suspension. I mean, what the crap is that? I mean, if anything, the Capitals should just cut them. And look, I, I know I'm a man and I, I don't know if I should be saying stuff like this, but here's what I have to say. If you have other people that you know that talk like this, Call their BS out. Call them out on it. I mean, this is so ridiculous. People in your life, they should be telling you this is crap. This is garbage what you're saying. Ah, this, this, this is just mentally tiring to think about. I mean, I'm kind of afraid that I'm going to say too much. But I don't spew stupid crap like that. I'm not going to call women out like that. I mean... Women, women are beautiful creatures I mean ugh, this, this is so bad I mean it's terrible but dudes need to hear this from other dudes hey this is crap this is garbage this kind of talk should not be in our society I mean I don't know how much more faith I have in mankind I mean is he sorry yeah he says he's sorry he's sorry because he got called out on his BS that's what it is That's why he's sorry. There's maybe not so much remorse about it. I know guys like that are still in the minority. But sadly, you know, we're lumped in with the rest of those morons until proven innocent. I'm not one of those guys. And I'm here to tell other guys that think like that, stop it. Stop it now. Do not say stupid stuff like this. Change your attitude. Change your tone. Change your mindset. That's what I'm going to say. That's going to be my biggest takeaway and the biggest thing I'm going to say about this. Change your mindset. That's all I'm going to say about that. From one guy to other guys. Stop it now. That's the other side of the coin. I hate ending on a note like that. And I'm going to end it now before I go down a further rabbit hole but that's just something that I feel is important to talk about. So there you go. Um, that's what I have to say about the Brendan Leipzig thing. Wow, well, I've been talking for a while here. If you want to talk more about this off the air, my email is open. You could email me at ducks at gmail.com. You can contact me on Twitter at StimpyJD or at LO underscore Ducks. And if you want to rate, comment, subscribe, that'd be great too. But mostly, if you want to talk more about this off air, I am open to hearing anything from anyone about this. So please let me know what you think about it. Email me if you have my number, text me. Uh, Just let me know. I would love to hear from some of you guys about this and what you think about this whole ugly incident that is still happening in the game. It's so dumb. So I want to hear your thoughts about it. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying, hey, let's keep practicing social distancing. Ducks fly together and stay safe, Anaheim.